Uh, hi folks, no content warnings at this point, although I reserve the right to come back and edit them in if I have to. But we do have our usual warning about the pets. Uh, it's still light out, and so during one of our breaks I have to go check on the chickens and make sure they go to bed. So, And the dog is here, and the cats interrupt, and it's a thing that happens. So. Yeah, sound is probably going to try to climb in my lap. Yeah. And uh, since our break will be a dinner break tonight, uh, Hound might freak out because the pizza is being delivered. So It'll be exciting. Always, always, always. Um, and our final warning is we swear a lot. Such as we probably will when Hound freaks out because of the pizza. Right. Uh, so just be aware of that. And that's why we're marked explicit, not for any other reasons generally. I so, mean. what? I mean. Yeah, well. Okay. Uh, hi, folks. Welcome to Productivity Alchemy episode 238. We have a letter show this week. We do. I have some great letters. Um, a couple that will be, uh, uh, hopefully provide some interesting discussion. So, yeah. Way cool. Um, my week has been just more of the same, pushing all my projects forward. Um, so I don't have anything major to report. Uh, busy with work, busy with, you know, uh, things, chickens, starting to look at, you know, what I need to do to prep coop space for the babies that are coming and, and brooders and things. So, you know, that just, just the, the usual spring, sort of like me, I look at, at new chicks the way you look at seed catalogs. Yes. Yes. So really, Found. I'm... I'm kind of boring this week. I really am. Stop. Um, Meanwhile, over on your side of things. Uh, Monday was one of those days when writing was like pulling teeth. Like I was having to chisel every word into a stone tablet kind of thing. And then Tuesday, I did more than double my usual word count because of everything that had been so laboriously set up on Monday. So that was nice that I was able to go like 800 words Monday and then 2,300 on Tuesday. So Mm -hmm. it was like, wham, okay, great. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and so it's it's been nice. It's been sort of like a a week, uh, a normal week. Yes. For once. I, I like normal. Yeah, I, I got to spend time cleaning my uh, cleaning the coops and just taking care of chickens on Saturday. The weather was amazing. And then it turned frightfully cold. So As as longtime listeners know, we are a big fan of the rut. Yes. We we believe the rut is is a glorious thing. Is it is it a rut or or just those worn in tire tracks that Look, a rut is just a groove with bad PR. Okay. Okay, so yeah, we're in the groove. Yeah, we're in the groove right now, and so um, with things coming up, we uh, you know we we will enjoy it while it lasts until our next groove breaker. I mean, um, our groove breaker. What is our next groove breaker? I, I I prefer not to think about it. Let's do the show. Let's do the show. Okay. Otherwise, I'll just start worrying about it. Uh yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. So um, so. In your groove, you've written, but I've noticed seeds have been arriving. Uh, a few seeds may have may have arrived. It uh, it uh, I <laughs> don't need to start them for another couple weeks, and I won't. Um, that will be a dramatic few days of activity and moving things oh, yeah. and setting up grow lights and cursing. Uh, the the important thing is this year are you going to are, are are you do you have a plan as to how many plants you're going to put together or are we going to end up where we were last year where it's like no i think i can do i no i don't know if i'll have enough i don't know if i'll have enough where am i going to put all of these tomatoes no last year wasn't like that was that the year before? That was the year before. Was Last the year, before. year okay. uh, no, the year before it was like, oh my god, I have way too many tomatoes. I wound up giving most of them to like a mutual aid yeah. thing. Uh, last year, uh, a whole bunch of them died, and so I was right. like, I'm not going to have enough tomatoes. We had plenty of tomatoes. Yes. It came out just right, I think, last year. Yeah, the the problem is that it's either feast or famine, basically. Yeah, that, that seems to be the way of all gardens. Yeah. Yeah. Um so, hey, uh, 
Well, I, I don't have anything else exciting to talk about. Do you have anything else exciting to talk about? Uh, I think we just sold the Spanish rights to Swordheart. Okay. Or maybe it was the German rights. Maybe, Somebody, maybe, some rights. Maybe now's a good time to answer at least this question. Because Let's answer it, some questions. It's relevant. This Ooh. one is relevant. Uh, where did I put it? Um... Uh, let's see, not that one, not that one. I'll get to it. Um, bump, 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 it's a good bump. thing you don't do a show about organization. Well, it's just I have like all of these. Ah, here we go. I'm doing my current, my Hugo nominations, and I have a couple of questions for you and Ursula. Aw. One, have you decided on a series name for the world of the white rat? I think it's just called the world of the white rat. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. And uh, the only things I have eligible for anything are the two novels, uh, Paladin's Strength and Paladin's Grace. Or no, Paladin's Strength and Paladin's Hope. Right. Uh, I'm forgetting the names now. Um, <laughs> it could be a lot worse. There was a romance series that went to like 25 where they were all Highland something. So it was Highland Promise, Highland Warrior, Highland Defender, Highland whatever, and... Yeah, you just had to go by book number. Yeah. Um, and then the second question is, does this podcast qualify as a related work? I think it does. I don't know. It is nice that you think so, but I yeah. don't think it's specifically uh, related I, to I, I, science fiction or writing, I, I think I think there are specific episodes that would qualify. I yeah. don't think the podcast as a whole would qualify. Yeah, so maybe a specific episode. Yeah. Um, work. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, was it last year that we did that whole, like, breakdown of here's your process and here's, um, you know, here's is how you do things. And then I, I think it was this year that we did the whole um, when to choose a pen name discussion. So I think maybe, yeah, no, a breakdown of writing process sounds like it was a while ago. Yeah. So, anyway, um, specific episodes would probably qualify. The podcast as a whole probably doesn't. Yeah. So, you know, and watch your release dates. It has to be one that was released between January 1st and December 31st. So, um, oh, hey, I think that great interview I had with Banana Chan about game design and, and that sort of thing um, would qualify. Because it was the last one of 2021. Possibly, yeah. Yep. I, I don't know... It, it, it's always hard to say with related work. It's such a yeah. such a catch-all category. Yeah. So. Right, Hound? Anyway. Hound, um, don't just look at me like that. Uh, looking forward to hearing you read this aloud on the next show. Well, there you go. Uh, this is from Jackalopat. And, uh, Hi! Yes. So there is, there is one we can... Uh, yeah, awesome. Uh, so hopefully that answers your question. I'm going to look for another short one because these usually... You know, the letters show usually go a little short anyway, um, and I don't want to use it all up in the in the introduction. Plus, I need to, you know, feed the dogs and hound. food will be here anytime. Yeah. Speaking of, yes, yes right. one of whom keeps trying to be a lap hound. Yes. Yes, um, I love you, hound. I do, but you oh, are large. Here we go. Um, from Amber Gale. Um, first off, this is about the uh, uh, Nancy Mittens uh, discussion in episode 228, and that is that Nancy has the most soothing voice. Um, and then also, um, in terms of email and shopping spam, etc., anything that I think or know will give me ads or might send junk or spam or sell share my email address, that all goes under a separate email address. In this case, I have the same username for both, and Hotmail is where potential spam producers and shipping shopping stuff goes, and Gmail is where I use actual emails. I would really like it if Thunderbird could handle uh, blocking uh, Cyrillic, because I am getting a ton of Russian spam on the contact form, and so... I can probably... We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. Yeah. We might have to do something in actual Gmail for that, but yeah. Um, each day it takes under a minute to delete whatever came into Hotmail that day. I can do it once in the morning. When I'm actually in the market for something, I watch for emails from relevant stores, sites to catch sales and offers. And otherwise, I just delete all the new unread mail that day for that email address. Um, yeah, no, that's, that is certainly one way to do it. Uh, I've been trying out um, Apple's hide my email function. 
so that which uh, the new which is in the new OS and uh, and stuff, and so it lets me generate basically a uh, an email that can't be traced back to my actual actual email address, and if it's spammy or sold or whatever, I just go delete it. So, um, and there are other ways we can we can talk about other ways to to maybe filter your comment forms and things like that. Cool, yeah, because so, it's yeah. Yeah, because that's all in WordPress and... Yeah, and yeah. it's just been, like, I delete probably 20, 30 a day. And, I mean, mm -hmm. I have tons of filters set up. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, yeah. spend usually, uh, usually, like, today I, I went through and set up more junk filters. Yeah, and and, are, and you're doing this at the on... Thunderbird. Thunderbird, you're not doing this in actual... Gmail? I never open Gmail if I can avoid it. The Gmail interface I hate with the passion of a thousand burning suns. I, I agree. I agree. Um, and I, I, I'm constantly playing with new email interfaces, and I end up back at Apple Mail most of the time, although uh, there is one I've been playing with that um, actually hooks straight into, like, the Google APIs and is actually rather nice. It just doesn't do a couple things I'd like. So, but that's just me. And part of it too mm -hmm. is like, I mean, it, it, no one has to write in to tell me that Thunderbird is archaic and weird and choppy. Like, believe me. Yeah. It is known. It's just, it's a workflow issue. I have literally been using this for over a decade. <laughs> I know exactly how it works. I know exactly right. how to find things. And switching it is an is not just a investment in, you know, the research and all. It is mm -hmm. an investment in me having to learn a completely new system that is not automatic yeah. to me. And yeah. uh, that's... No, I, I get yeah, it. Um, I, I am not a person... I like my rut. My rut and I are buddies. Yes, I, write, I go very fast in my rut. Yes. But uh, I, I'm thinking we can probably do some things server side that will make your life easier that or would be nice. figure out, you know, uh, maybe Gmail as your, you know, maybe we can do some things to, to make it easier on you from the here's where all the spam goes and here's where everything else goes. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So we're at about the 15 minute mark. So we're going to take a break. We're going to feed the dogs. Hopefully our pizza will show up. Uh, we'll eat some dinner. I think I have to put the chickens away, and then uh, and then we'll be back. Well, we'll be back for all of you right after this. had a false start but it's it's all fixed now it uh, happens to all podcasters sometimes you should just take it as a compliment <sighs> wow that is that i did not did not did not expect that so you know we're just we're just gonna roll with it we're just gonna roll with it um all right from cindy in bavaria who we had on the I had on the show last year. Um, I'm listening to episode 231 with Vera Alcorn right now. I'm taking notes on the systems and journals because I'm about to launch my own big relocation and job hunt adventure. We're planning a move back to the U.S., which will make all my time zone math for work, friends, and family significantly easier. Uh, though for various reasons, I'll be looking primarily at remote positions. Oh. Dude, remote positions, awesome. Uh, Vero's and your systems for managing time and energy while working from home have become way more relevant now. While my current systems and habits haven't changed yet, it occurred to me that I would love to learn from your own experience for hunting for IT jobs and remote work 
and the systems you use to tackle a new job or role. If that's a topic you'd like to cover in conversation, consider me a willing participant. Otherwise, I'll probably be ready for a return interview sometime this fall after all my moving and job hunting chaos settles down. So, how, boy. Um, First um, of all, Kevin would totally love to have you back. Oh, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's like a given, right? Yeah, but you have to say it. People don't know yes. it's a given. Yeah, no, that's very true. That's very true. Um, so anytime, just you, you know how to schedule it. Um, the big thing, I think, in job hunting is I, I basically, there's a tool out there, and I can't remember the name of it. I will link it in the show notes, that is essentially a Kanban specific to job hunters. So you can like pull in jobs from LinkedIn. It's got this great browser plugin that sort of integrates. So you can say, okay, I applied for this or, okay, I want to apply for this. And then you can move it, move them through the process. Um, it's sort of geared a little towards like, you know, uh, people who are in like UI UX or design or whatever, but it, it worked fine for me. Um, and it was actually kind of handy so that I could look and go, okay, I haven't heard back from this place in X amount of time. And because the IT world is a bunch of uh, rude jerks, um, that means I'm probably never going to hear from them. So I can just put them in the no response slash did he not get the job. He gets to say this. He's in IT. I am. I am. But, it, but it's the truth. There's a, a whole thing. Um, rant time there's a whole thing out there where basically if you don't get past like the first level where you don't get past like the hr filters or whatever they just they don't even tell you thank you for submitting your thing uh we're going you know uh no it's just like fucking crickets and you're like should i call them? Should I check up? Should I see where this is? And the truth is that they're just never, if, if they don't call you in a reasonable amount of time, you know, keep an eye out. Like if the listing goes away and they don't call you for a week after that, just like, accept that <clears throat> it's not going to happen. And it's not personal. It's because all of these companies, uh, frankly are jerks. And I don't know why they all became suddenly like, if we don't, like a candidate or they don't get past the HR screen uh, for what the manager's looking for, we don't tell them. Um, and it's, it's frankly, it's very annoying when you're on the other side. Um, People's time is actually valuable, damn it. Yeah, and I don't have time to chase down, you know, like I applied for 45 jobs and I heard back from one in a month. Okay, yeah, that happens. That did not happen to me. Um, I was very targeted. Um, and that's the other thing is if you're looking for a remote position, make sure that's like up front right now. Everybody is still primarily working remote, but there's a whole, there is a whole push to get people to get butts back in chairs and offices uh, for some organizations. And aside from being absolutely stupid and ridiculous um, and unnecessary, um, the it's it's still the thing because apparently you know the company isn't working or doing whatever if people can't see that they're physically at a place doing a thing like two years of this has not disabused them of the notion and they're just chomping at the bit to have their little fiefdoms in buildings that cost way too much money I have opinions about this. I was going to say, tell us how you really feel, <clears throat> Kevin. Yeah, plus the, the waste in gasoline and time. Oh my God, the wasted time commuting always makes me just angry. And, you know, and the other thing, oh, by the way, is there's a bait and switch. This one, they tried this one on me. I'm like, I'm only looking for, you know positions with remote and they're like yes this company has remote like okay let's talk about the remote you can work from home one day a month after you've been here for six months and my i was calm and collected and did not laugh in the face of the recruiter on the other end of the phone because that's not remote that's bullshit <clears throat> That's, that's not even like, at that point, you can already tell what the company culture is. If they're like, yes, we will reward you with one day at home a month. 
if you know if you last the first six months it's like great do i get two days at home a month if i make it a full year like no that's bullshit um and there are jobs and people who genuinely want to work in an office absolutely. or who need to. And, you know, more power to you if Good you enjoy for you. that. Yes. I know people who are like, oh, God, I can't wait to get back in an office because I can't stand working at home. Lovely. Yeah, no. And for <clears throat> the majority, I am thinking that is not actually the case. Well, in, in a quote-unquote knowledge work field like I'm in, um, like many people are, uh, especially if you're in the IT industry. No, it's absolutely not necessary. Um, if, like, uh, we have friends who are librarians. I had one librarian write in and yell at me. Like, I need to get back to my office and my library. I cannot do children's programming from home. It just doesn't work. And right? absolutely. You you, you yep. are correct. You, you have a I must be yeah. there time. But you know, a lot of these are just, uh, no, you just want, I mean, like, look at all the desperate op-eds in oh, yeah. the New York Times or whatever that are all, people are missing out on the company culture, and it's just not the same. And they're all, they're usually phrased in, like, more in sorrow than in anger. Yeah. And uh, and I'm like, well, yes, that's be no one misses the company culture. I mean, the people who miss the company culture, you know what they do? They get on the Zoom with their coworkers. But the company culture was mostly bitching around, you know, uh, bitching in the kitchen or bitching out back. And you know what? If you're happy and you're doing your job and you're not in the office bitching about it, then maybe you should take that as a win. Um, I also wonder sometimes if these people who are writing these op-eds also have large holdings in office space in large cities. It's, uh, it's, it's always amazing the sort of people who write such op-eds. Sometimes you want to be like, you know, we can see you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Other people can read this. Follow, follow the money. Yeah. And um, honestly, I, uh, were I disabled and had been told I could not work from home because, and the company just could not accommodate such a thing, I would never stop being angry. And especially yeah. after the last year when... Exactly, yeah. The, well, yeah. Obviously, yeah, they can. They just didn't feel like it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would be, you know... Furious. Forever. And, uh, and ever, yes. yeah. Yeah. So, um, anyway. Anyway, um, uh, back to the letter. Yes, the letter. Um, Sorry. Do you think you might do an advice roundup someday? There have been so many nuggets of wisdom over the years, and I'd love to see, hear them together. One such collection I find myself reviewing is the NASA list, which is attached, and I'll link it to the... Uh, I'll put the link in the show notes. Uh, from one of my grad school classes, I thought my you and my fellow listeners might get some chuckles um, and inspiration from it, as I did. This is... Uh, um, like, uh, hold on, let me bring it up real. A, a project manager's lessons learned from Jerry Madden, associate director of uh, from NASA. <clears throat> there is no such thing as previously flown hardware, i.e. the people who build the next unit probably never saw the previous unit. There are probably minor changes. The operational environment has probably changed, and the people who check the unit out will, in most cases, not understand the unit or the test equipment. So, yeah, okay, yeah. So, basically, it's always... It's always new. Uh, I can kind of see that. Um, there's a whole bunch of this, 128 of them. It is really worth the read. I'll link both to the original and I'll put the um, the uh, PDF in the uh, show notes. In the show notes, yeah. Um, I'd wish you the usual New Year greetings, but I'm afraid that each of the 2020s is taking those as personal challenge. May that not be the case for you. Uh, thank you. Honestly, at this yeah. point, our our twenty twenty something greetings are just their vision is based on movement. Stay quiet, right? <laughs> Don't move, right? Um, from Nancy K, I have a note um, from uh, our snow day episode. Um, I still miss Google Reader. Ever since it went away, I've been using the old Reader. It has a very similar no-frills, no-fuss look and experience. The app is not great. There are loud, intrusive ads, but the desktop version is heaven. I only ever read Google Reader on, um, on the desktop anyway, mm -hmm. in a web browser. So, yeah. Although I've 
got so much other stuff now, I, I, I don't miss it as much because I've, I've curated things a little more, not drinking from the fire hose. But still, I, I've gotten multiple reports that the old reader is the way to go. Um, so I will link to that in the show notes. I much more for, for news feeds like that. Uh, I've, I switched to Feedly um, when Google Reader went away. And uh, it's been it's been fine. So uh, let's see. Um, oh, from Frank, you'll like this one. So I'm listening in the studio this morning, and Ursula is talking about Shaw, who likes to groom Kevin with his teeth, saying he's not very smart. You know who is very smart, Kevin. So my brain, Full Wolf Press, <laughs> Kevin, Filagasi, y'all have broken me. Um. <laughs> Yeah, the, the we we still joke that 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 one tagline or, or that sort of segue for from Kevin and Ursula eat cheap is something we can do in our our with our hindbrains now. Yes, if like, we are if we are ever in a coma, just whisper, you know, who wouldn't be in a coma, and we will sit upright and say, "Sofa Wolf Press," and maybe fall back down into a into a coma. I don't know. Yes, but uh... mm-hmm. okay. Here's a long one. From uh, uh, Brooke M., Uh, she has written in, uh, So I discovered your podcast a couple months ago and have been listening from the beginning. In 2017, you were talking about how hard 2017 has been on creative people's productivity because of everything happening in the world. I have a strange urge to warn 2017 Kevin and Ursula about 2020. It gets so much worse. Brace yourselves. Yeah. Alas. Don't worry. Yeah. 2020, Kevin and Ursula uh, found out, and then 2021 found out. Yep. 2022 are, are, you know, I'm not even going to say anything. No. Yeah. Mm -mm. Uh, Yes. Yeah. It's now late 2018 in Productivity Alchemy time. I very much enjoy the podcast. I learned about Habitica. Super cute. I'm currently riding a panda. You and enough of your guests in 2017 talked about David Allen's getting things done that I finally just got myself to push the add to cart button because admittedly it seems cringeworthy and smarmy. It's a cult. Oh, it is so a cult. It's a cult. Yep. But it also seems like there might be some good stuff in there. So I'll read it while being somewhat embarrassed about doing so. I it's, listen to it on audiobook. There, it's one, there's lots of things like that where it's yeah. useful to have the building block to get past. Yes. Like, uh, uh, there are a lot of things that had to exist before we could get past them. Um, Joseph Campbell's The Hero's Journey. Oh, the yeah. The Hero with a Thousand Faces, I feel, had to exist so that we could all get past it. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And and I say this with great respect for even though it is terribly cringeworthy now, oh. it is it is the thing my brain goes to of it at the time was groundbreaking and revolutionary and it needed to exist even yes. as a stepping stone in getting past itself. To be able to be able to build so that it, once we recognize the, the cultural impact of that, then we could grow, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um I listen to some other organization productivity podcasts. What is the Clutterbug podcast? It seems like it's for stay-at-home moms keeping their house clean. I am none of those things. But it is so much more. The host is ADHD and very authentic. She has really good advice for developing habits, goal setting, and productivity, along with organizing, cleaning, and decluttering. She explains the difference among those last three. Oh yeah, they are different. Um... One thing that has made a big difference for me is habit chaining, which has really helped me and I feel much more organized in my life with what eventually came to feel like little effort on my part. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, habit chaining is basically do a little every day and then you check it off and then you don't break the chain. It comes from, uh, I think Seinfeld first sort of made it popular, not the show, the person, um, the other podcast is for academic women does describe me. Academic Writing Amplified. The host has great advice for goal setting and organizing. One thing that has made a big difference for me from this podcast is designing your ideal week. This is useful for planning your weeks going forward. It's not that every week will follow your ideal week, but that you can try to craft your week, curate activities to align with your ideal week as much as possible, rather than being so reactive to new urgent things coming in your pipeline. Oof. 
Fair. Truth. Um, a few academic pipelines have taught me to use Trello. You don't seem like a fan in ways not described on Productivity Alchemy. Okay, I, I love Trello. It's just that unless I'm doing something very, very specific, I hit the limits really, really quickly. And I find myself trying to do more than Trello really is meant for. If I want like dirt simple Kanban with, you know, in traditional three, four columns, drag, done, you know, drag to from the backlog to the to-do, from the to-do to the in-progress, from the in-progress to done. It is perfect. It shares. It is great. When I start to need more than that and I try to bolt things on, that's when I start to get frustrated with it. I love it. I maintain a gold subscription because I really believe in it. Although now that they're owned by Atlassian, that might have to uh, change. But, um, you know, they've, they've been good to me and I, I really appreciate it. And no, they aren't paying for this. I pay them for the privilege of using their service. Uh, anyway, it can be much more useful for project organization and management than just moving a card across all three columns. Each board can be a project with all its component parts broken down as templates or moving parts through a bigger project. A landing board can help organize, uh, among your boards. I have boards for current areas of my work and life, research, teaching, service, personal, plus templates and systems, plus major research projects get their own board. I plan each week with a strategic planning board that utilizes information from all the others. Trello has let me go inbox zero. I used to keep everything in my inbox, but now I only check email for one hour a day and anything that needs to be dealt with goes to a Trello card in the right board to be dealt with in the future when I plan my next week, or on an unscheduled task list to be dealt with when I have time in the current week. Look at that. You've, you've actually implemented getting things done. You're doing things with it I didn't know were possible, and maybe I don't have the patience. Quiet, you. Um, uh, things I didn't know were possible and that I may be recent additions, but um, I, I, I haven't had the time to invest. Um, but cool. Um, yeah. Um, Right. Thought I'd share this in case any of this is useful to others. Uh, if you read this on a letters episode, I'm reading it on a letters episode right now. Um, I'm looking forward to continuing to catch up on episodes. Thank you for doing this podcast. Perhaps, uh, Brooke, you're going to get an email shortly about, <laughs> um, about being on the show and talking more about how you're using Trello because I am now I'm intrigued. I mean, it, it is it is fabulous. You have found a yeah. a way that a, a system that works for you, and and it's it's uh, entirely a. I mean, it is getting things done, and literally getting things done. So, I mean, that is also really awesome. Uh, somewhere I have a button that will let me add this straight to ClickUp, uh, but not right now. Um, ClickUp is the thing I'm using for a lot of this because I've got a board specifically for podcast guests, and it's pretty awesome. Um, uh, I'll have more on ClickUp as, as I explore it, but right now it's do doing everything I need it to do. Um, all right. Uh, from Kerr here, I always get that wrong at least once. Um, is John the first person in this podcast to so explicitly acknowledge, acknowledge the roles others play in our organization and productivity as supporting roles? I mean, um, no, actually, uh, John was not, um, uh, Howard Taylor, like right out the gate, um, acknowledged uh, how much he depends on Sandra to do all of the things that either are not part of his skill set or are not valuable um, for him to be doing. Like they're working on um, XDM2 yes. right now. And uh, I get... Updates twice a month from the Kickstarter, written by Sandra, uh, talking about the updates and the thing. Meanwhile, um, Tracy Hickman, uh, Howard Taylor, um, they're off doing what they're good at, making the content for it. So they don't have to worry about, you know, they, they don't, they aren't... Blah. I am reminded yes. of uh, Michael Whelan is a painter. Oh, yeah. And a, a, for a long time was basically the top of fantasy art. Oh, um, yeah. Just uh, amazing stuff. Uh, many of you who read Pern novels, he did like all the covers all for ages. Of them. 
Uh, gorgeous, oh. gorgeous work. Yeah. And uh, he is apparently a lovely man and also an absolute ditz. Uh, and 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 this is said with love by yes, all of his yes. friends. And a friend of ours was recounting a story where he was like, I have to do this painting, but the lawn is too tall. I need to go mow the lawn. I have got to mow the lawn. And his wife was like, the painting is going to bring in $20,000. I can hire the neighbor kid to mow the lawn. So yeah. go paint the damn painting and I will give the neighbor kid... 50 bucks or whatever it costs to mow lawns these days. And it's, it's, yeah. a, when you have a very specialized skill set, as some of us do, yeah. it is, I mean, yeah, it's, it, which is not to be confused at all with the, the opposite, which is maybe you want to go mow the lawn. Yeah. If you want, if you derive joy from mowing the lawn, then do it. If, however, it's just that the lawn being too tall is making you batshit. And it is a thing that needs to be done, and you are capable of producing twenty thousand dollar paintings or whatever, and you will not derive joy from it. It's just the tension of having too high a lawn will go away. Then that is the point where the neighbor kid should mow the lawn. Damn it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I, I think it's similar. It's like Howard has an extremely specialized drawing skill set. Oh yes. He is very good at what he does. Oh yeah. And and, and Kevin and I have a very similar relationship in that. I am extremely good at what I do, and I say this in... Oh, God, I'm going to be hit by lightning for bragging. Uh, but I have a very specialized skill set. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like Kevin. Skills honed <laughs> oh over God. a lifetime. So true. Oh, uh, my God. And <laughs> let's face it. Uh, left to my own devices, I would stand over the sink eating salsa, wearing my underwear inside out to try to get another day out of it. And Kevin, who has the skills and cannot, for example, write a novel. No. Uh, is, I mean, I don't know. I've never actually tried. But. Kevin is much better at using his skill set to do things, do the organizational things, and all of my, I mean, not all of my organization, like I, I wrote books and sold them oh, yeah. before I had Kevin, but certainly the fact that everything is very smooth now <laughs> hinges on Kevin's existence. Like, Kevin makes sure I eat food and that the bills go out automatically and the, the, stuff your, like that. Yeah, that your pills get refilled when oh they're supposed God, to. Oh my God, that's, yeah, I can't even yeah. express how much that is. Uh, so yes, uh, mm -hmm. many productivity systems hinge on other people yeah. doing very serious labor and that is okay to do. It is okay mm -hmm. to have other people do the things they're much better at. It takes Kevin, you know, 10 minutes to fill the pills or whatever and he doesn't hate it. Whereas it would take me an hour and I would go off and probably, you know... You're trying to find your... You're trying to fill it so you can take your ADHD pill, but you can't focus enough because you haven't had your ADHD pill. Yes, which is yeah. a, a cycle that I get in occasionally, which usually involves me going upstairs four times to take my ADHD pill, getting distracted each time, coming downstairs, wondering what I was doing, etc. Uh so yes, it, it is okay as long as the other person is on board for that. Yeah. Kevin yeah, yeah. is on board for filling the pill, so we're great. You just can't take the other person for granted. Because that's when yes. it that's yeah. when it all goes to that's, hell. That's when it gets that's when it yeah, and yeah. uh there are I know many people who have that sort of relationship, and I know several who wish they had that sort of relationship. Yeah. But um you know it that's what that's what works. And uh, I can probably pull up a list of episodes, but yeah, uh, one of these days I will convince um, Chrissy Scalzi to come out from the shadows <laughs> and talk about how she stays organized and productive with all of that. And then she can, because, you know, Chrissy is very, very background to the whole thing. Deliberately so, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I always look forward for a chance to talk with her because uh, it seems like she's a ghost sometimes and then a f new photos show up on, on well no it's not that it's just that i mean we're not all just relentlessly online this is true 
Uh, and there's nothing inherently wrong with not being relentlessly online. Yes. Uh, no, I was I was thinking a thing. Um, back in the day, they used to think that ADHD went away uh, in adulthood. <gasps> and it blew my freaking mind why that was until someone pointed it out, which was that it was almost all diagnosed in boys. Mm-hmm. And the point where they thought it went away was the point where they would either get married or get a secretary. Yeah. And... It never goes away. It's just that you either hire or marry the person to fill in yes. those gaps. And that's not, again, inherently bad as long as you acknowledge the extraordinary amount of of uh, work. Uh, work. Yeah, yeah. And, and credit that goes in. Like, I mean, I... Like I said, I, I could write books with Kevin, but I would be a much more slapdash individual. Without, but yes. Uh, right without Kevin. Yeah, see, yeah. words bad. Anyway, what I'm saying is, I love you. I love you too, and and it's it's good, it's good that we're symbiotic and not. Yes. Yeah. Um, you just have to work out where all the boundaries are, so nobody is silently resenting the other person for things. So. Right. Right. Yeah. All right. Um, I actually am on a deadline to finish this section. Oh shit! So, all right. Yeah. Yes. Finish. Um, all right. Hi, Kevin. Have you listened to Behind the Bastards? It's an excellent podcast. That's from Jen. The answer is uh, not yet, but it's going on my list. I will link it in the show notes. And then finally, I have a long one. So good thing uh, we're we're a little bit okay. So long time listener, first time writer. I've been meaning to write a thank you note for a while because thank you for hours of entertainment and education, and also being. Uh, for being a show that feels like hanging out with nifty, comfortable people as I potter about in the kitchen fixing dinner during the stressful pandemic period. What's pushed me to action is a question that I'm wondering if you or your listeners might have suggestions for. Oh, this is a fun one. In the before times, I was an avid paper to-do list person, although I was starting to get up to the two or three pages of notebook uh, end of the scale, which wasn't particularly user-friendly, and writing and rewriting recurring and carried forward tasks was a job in itself. During the lockdown period, when I was working 100% online, I became a Trello fan. Duplicate digital to-do list plus pseudo Kanban board type layout for prioritizing and tracking equals happy working system. But that completely failed to survive the return to in-office hybrid work six months ago. Turns out a keyboard and landscape layout were really key to how that worked for me. So Trello on my phone just doesn't. Working hybrid means the old paper notebook in the office is not working either. I can't easily carry the notebook that works for me size-wise between locations. And as a result, I'm getting increasingly fragmented and falling back to bad habits of using odd Gmail drafts and post-it notes and trying to keep track of things in my head. And I know that's not good. I've been really struggling to find something that I can rely on as a trusted system to keep track of everything I need to keep track of in this new hybrid world. Any suggestions I should look into, or even suggestions on how to go about figuring out what might be likely to work. I feel like the key here is working out how to use my phone as my productivity hub, but how? If I've missed an episode where you talked about this kind of issue, apologies. Thanks in advance and hope, uh, Alex. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, I was using a hybrid system of a paper planner that basically lived at my desk and otherwise like, you know, the apps built into my phone. I'm an iPhone user, so that would be notes and reminders, although I'd occasionally stray into something that crossed all the boundaries. And it's like, yeah, uh, for what I need 90% of the time, um, reminders and, and notes does the job. Um, that being said, you may want to look at something that's a little more hybrid. Uh, Trello is great. I, like I said earlier, Trello is pretty awesome. Um, doesn't quite, like, I always seem to, to run into points where I, I'm not working with it. I'm working against it. Um, I'm working here on the theory that you're actually not allowed to go to Trello on your work computer. Okay, cool. Probably work with that. Um, so you can't. All right. Um, my suggestions might be to, uh, if your work is using a, like, has a system, like, oh God, they're on Microsoft Exchange and they, and everything is in, you know, um, Outlook with the to dos and the whatever. Just use that. Just keep all the work stuff there. Um, 
because you're looking at it, it's outlook, you're always, it's always in front of you. If you're not using something like that, you know, there's, there's other ways around it. A lot depends on what you have access to at work. Um, something I'm finding really helpful is I have a Remarkable 2. I've talked about this in the past. It's the perfect sort of hybrid between digital and paper. Um, I can do a rolling to-do list. I can keep a traditional sort of planner, the Productivity Alchemy Planner pages, or like where I keep, you know, my my weekly to-dos and things like that. I, I, I It has become sort of like my go-to productivity hub. It's lightweight. Um, but there are other things that you might be able to do it with. The iPad has apps. Uh, Android tablets have apps. But if you're really focused on the phone, you might want to look just to see what the phone has by itself. If like, anyone has any suggestions, this yeah. seems like a good time to write in because we don't have anything off the top of our heads. No, not really. Um, because anytime I've been working... Uh, outside of my house um i've either had a second machine i can use for that sort of thing connected to not work or my work has allowed me to access trello or whatever my tool of choice is um so yeah uh i got that's that's what i got good luck if you have answers please uh, yeah. please comment or email yes where should they email kevin um they can email kevin at productivityalchemy.com they can use the comment form on the website uh kevin at sunny.com also works i mean it's always worked but now i've got you know kevin at productivityalchemy.com working and going to the same place as all the other things so yeah um entirely up to you i'd love to hear uh, how other people are doing it um because most of my hybrids rely on my ability to not be stuck sort of in a, a sandbox at work. Okay, that is all of that. Hey, we got through all the letters. Woo! Um, and aside from like one where I need to go invite somebody to uh, come on the show, <laughs> I will email in a bit. Um, you know, the rest of it's just like, all right, uh, I will now archive this away. Um, so, yeah, thank you to um, Jackalopet, uh, Amber Gale, Cindy, Nancy K., Frank, Brooke, uh, Kerr, Jean, and Alex. And uh, we'll be right back after this. back. Uh, once again, thank you to Jackalopet, Amber Gale, Cindy, Nancy, Frank, Brooke, uh, Kier, Jen, and Alex. Um, and, uh, you know, you want to write in, send your emails, use the comment form, comment on a, a post, and uh, I would love to hear them. I love to read them on air. And uh, we'll do that It makes them very happy. You're not bothering him. Not bothering me at all. Um, all right. The other thing that doesn't bother me at all, this is the part that excites me, is um, uh, our word of the week. Uh, yes. And the word is a code that you can go to productivityalchemy.com. You plug it in the little place that says enter badge code, and you're going to get a reward. You're going to get a little badge. Um, and this week's word is lawnmower. Not to be confused with the movie Lawnmower Man. No. The, God, the movie was like... It had that, you get to that point, and then it's like, well, it's gone all to shit now. So, anyway. Um, well, it is a Stephen King movie. Yeah. Uh, so, Lawnmower is our badge code for this week, our word of the week. Uh, and you can punch that in, or type that in, and get a badge. And it's awesome. While you are on Productivity Alchemy, putting in your badge code, mm -hmm. you will also see another link. What will that link say? Uh, that link says support. And beneath it, you will find places where you can give us money, uh, like Ko-fi and Patreon, or just, you know, a direct send in PayPal. But we have a very important piece of instruction for that. Don't. Don't. We don't need it. We're good. Yeah, we're fine. We're fine. We'll let you know. Yeah. Um, so, instead, we would like you 
to give all of your money, not all of your money, but, but give the money you would normally give us to uh, Native Seed Search. Yes, uh, that is Native Seed slash Search, S-E-A-R-C-H. Um, as we are getting into seed time, mm-hmm. these are awesome people. You can go there and order seeds that are fantastic and they're really cool. They do a lot of awesome work preserving rare and endangered seed varieties that uh, were used by indigenous peoples and uh, they give away huge quantities of seeds to uh, tribal groups Mm -hmm. and uh, native gardeners. So uh, indigenous gardeners, not merely people growing native plants. Uh, So, uh, I mean, they... And this is a lot of work. They got to grow out plants and stuff. Like oh, seeds yeah. don't oh, last yeah. forever. They have to like be like, okay, nobody's grown this out in ten years. The seeds are going to die. We got to go grow a crop. Uh, I mean, it's a thing, right? Yeah, and uh, like one year they almost lost their crop of a, an extremely rare sunflower to chipmunks. Like they no, had, they had one batch, and the chipmunks raised the seed heads. Oh and my they god! Were like, oh god! What do we do? And, uh, uh, grow more? No. Yeah, they did manage. They had just enough left, basically, to grow one more run with okay. paper bags over Ooh. the, the thing. Yeah. <laughs> that was the Fort Apache sunflower. Um, right, And it right. did so well that, in fact, I have some, although they sent out notes saying, be really careful where you plant this stuff, because sunflowers are what's known as um, allopathic. They, uh, they poison the ground around them to anything but sunflowers. Oh. Hmm. All sunflowers do this to a certain extent. Uh, this one does it in spades. Okay. Like, they were all, yeah, weeds wouldn't grow there for a season kind of thing. They were hardcore. That might be the best way to weed. No, I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> no, kidding. No, no, but no, yeah, but, it was, yeah. it was, uh, uh, yeah, so mm-hmm. support them. They're doing amazing work, and uh, I am a huge fan, yep. as you can tell. And they will be the first link in the show notes. I always put our charity spotlight for the week right there, front and center. Um, and that's it. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Thank you, those of you who wrote in. And uh, for those of you who are considering uh, coming on the show, uh, drop me a note, because I'm always looking for new people to talk to. Um, so until then, you know what? Go out there uh, and do your best to um, stay productive. I should probably have something clever to say here, but yeah, I got nothing. You got nothing? Yeah, I got nothing. Oh, well, that means it must be a good week. Or a terrible week. I don't know. We don't know. Well, we'll Do not use this podcast as prophecy. This is not an oracular podcast. Thank God.